My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome once again to another edition of Filthy Casuals, a video games podcast hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me as always... Hello, filthy animals. My name is Ben Vanell, and joining us, rounding out the trio... What's that I see over in the distance to the east? Why, it's the sun rising. Not like here, where the sun... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> set. That is bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. That Japan gets to be the land of the rising sun. Mm. As if every other nation is just bathed in darkness. <laughs> Does that maybe come from a... T- did we not get the sun here until like, you know, 1982 or something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. We, they... got the, we got the PAL version as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The sun at a lower frame rate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always a big black border around it. Yeah. Space. Yeah. Oh! Mm. Very good. <laughs> and they spelt UV wrong <laughs> in the translation. Oh, yeah. Spoony Bard, it said. That's from a game. Nice. Okay. Do you not get it? Nah. Well, I'm more of a Japan head than you are then. Happy to give that up to you, buddy. <laughs> As in my head looks like a red circle <laughs> in the middle of a white background. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we're recording this in the middle of a goddamn, goddamn thunderstorm. Mm. So, uh, mm. yeah, we saw a bit of lightning before. We all got very scared. Yes. So, hey, maybe, uh, maybe my building gets hit and this is how we go out. What a legacy. If, if yeah. we, if we yeah. had the sun over here in this hemisphere, we'd be less scared of light appearing in the sky. <laughs> but that terrified me. This- As a land without a rising sun. This could be like the first chapter of our JRPG. A dark and stormy night. Three boys <laughs> trapped in an apartment. I'll probably fall asleep during this and then wake up not knowing who I am. <laughs> I'll turn out to be Tommy's dad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, the terrorists were the good guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing... Oh, there it goes again. There she goes again. We're also worried about getting electrocuted yeah. while we record. Yeah. I, being in the middle of a thunderstorm holding a bunch of electrical equipment <laughs> yeah. is fucking terrifying. Well, yeah. We saw an absolute ripper before and then Ben was like, hey, why don't you turn off all the other electricity in your apartment? Like, God forbid we cancel the podcast. The <laughs> yeah. podcast needs to continue. Absolutely. Everything else has to be powered off immediately. It's yes. just a shame that this podcast has to happen live and we can't record it at any other time. <laughs> Here on August the Swimmer of Gith. We uh yeah, we we prepare, we're pre-recording this, so we had to put mm. together a little uh you know, little theme for this episode. Much yes. like uh, Japanese games used to always be, you're getting this a bit later than it got we're putting this out day of recording in Japan. Yes. Mm. But over in the <laughs> West it comes out a fair bit later. Well, we've yes. got to translate it into English yeah. for all the for all the local listeners. What uh, language 
<laughs> well, we originally speaking. We recorded it in Japanese. Yeah. Ah, yes, the yeah. language we all speak. So yeah. it's uh-huh. weird that we, I mean, we had this conversation originally in Japanese mm. about a month and a half before people have heard it. But That's uh, right. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. S- strange, I was confused. Not for hello. Hi for yes. Hello what? is polite Japanese for yes. Let's leave, <laughs> let's leave the hi uh, untranslated, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> That's Japanese for maybe. <laughs> anyway, as uh, as I uh, so Malcolm in the middle goes hi ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's probably only for me. As I uh, as I said in Japanese a couple of months ago when we recorded this, uh, fuck me rooted. I'm looking forward to recording this conversation about mm. Japanese video games. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, yeah, oh big storm, mm. big storm. We put together a theme for this one. Uh, little did we know we could have easily just commentated a thunderstorm yeah. for an hour. That yes. probably would have sufficed. The theme being furniture. Games with furniture. Yes. The yeah. Sims. Mm-hmm. The Sims 2. Yep. The Sims 3. Furniture simulator. Very good. <laughs> the Sims 5. The game in Bunnings Warehouse where you arrange your living room and paint the walls. Yeah. Yep. That uh, computer at Ikea where you look up what your product oh, you want to get is. It's yeah. kind of like a game. I was in there the other day. Me too. Got a I've bookcase. Been, I've been going a lot. I keep forgetting mm. stuff that I need and <laughs> having to make multiple trips in there. It's a great time. Yeah. Got any vanilla candles yet? Not yet. Oh. I love it in there though. It's so good, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Shelf bowling. Remember elf bowling? I do. <laughs> I can think of any other game with the word elf or like chair or sofa. <laughs> Um, tabletop gaming is something. Yeah, uh, we're out. We're out. Japanese games. We did British last week, mm. and sort of the UK in general. Because I looked up after that episode because I felt bad being in Scotland and having gone like British games. Yeah, yes. and not in England. Uh, and what better time to do research than <laughs> after we've recorded the episode? Well, people listened last week and then they went, hey, I'm angry, but I'm mm. going to listen for one more week. Yes. <laughs> uh, if there's not a corrections corner, I'll be fucking livid. Yeah. On uh, this Japanese-themed episode, they will definitely address the mistakes of the week before. Rockstar North, a lot of Scotland base. Right. And right. Uh, DMA Design before them. So, yeah, Lemmings and GTA, which we talked about last right. week. Scottish. Right. Awesome. Which is sick. Yeah. Did you uh, did you try and uh, track those guys down while you were uh, there in Scotland? Yeah, I found them. They were driving real dangerously. <laughs> and I saw Off a cliff? Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to do this in uh, some kind of sections. We're going to do. We're going to talk about some games that have had a uh, big um, kind of influence that have come out of Japan that have mm. influenced gaming and uh, also kind of big popular series over there. Uh, we're then going to talk a little bit about some games that have never been released in the West. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're going to go through last year, uh, roughly this time last year, the magazine Famitsu, big gaming magazine. Is it the biggest? It, yeah, it's the it biggest. It must be, yeah. yeah. it's the big gaming I magazine so. there. I don't know if it's particularly <clears throat> well respected in the same way that a lot of like IGN wouldn't be over here. Sure, sure. But I, I like, yes, I think it's the biggest one. Right. Well, they, I mean, last year they gave a 10... To, they gave like perfect scores to Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey, mm. which are both great games. But I was talking to someone about it and I was like, I don't know, I'm starting to feel like... Because with Breath of the Wild, I was like, okay, fucking great. Yeah. And yeah. then with Odyssey, I was like, yeah, I don't know. This just They've already given out a 10 this year. They're like, yeah, but you know... They don't just do this lightly. Like, they've only mm. given out 35 10s in the <laughs> magazine's, like, 20-year history. It's like, that's fucking heaps. Yeah. That's basically I, picking a game of the year every year. <laughs> and isn't yeah, it, like, yeah. one of them's for Nintendogs and there's, like, right. weird... And the, the, I think the consensus with Famitsu is that they can be bought. 
Right, right. Pretty handily. So, as I mean, in the I'm magazine, f- it is it, for sale. And sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, I wanted to. It. I wanted to say before we get too far away from it. If anyone from IGN is listening, hey, <laughs> I, I, I'm saying nothing about my opinion of IGN. I go to their reviews last. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that's just the general sort of consensus you see from d bags on the internet. Half sure, the time. sure. Yeah. If it's mainstream, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like IGN. I like their reviews. I'm into it as well. Yeah, yeah. I like that they have short, concise reviews. Yes. And every review is a fucking opinion and people seem to have a real hard time yeah. dealing with that. Which, And I think that's the difference with Famitsu is that a lot of the time they try to be a little more objective, which is like mm-hmm. a very 90s way of reviewing stuff. Yeah. Sure. Do you remember how it always used to be like... The sound is this exact level, like they were reviewing a VCR. Totally, yeah, I get what totally. you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. with Mario Odyssey getting like perfect tens across the board, it's like from a technical mm. standpoint rather than like, but how does this actually make me feel? Exactly, because like, yeah. yeah, Mario Odyssey, probably the negative parts of that are just like it doesn't feel quite there completely. It doesn't you know? have the same magic of something like Breath of the Wild. It's forgettable. Yeah. It's yeah. real like it's chewing gum, you know? But like, technically it was spot yeah. on, 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, for their fifteen, what 1500th issue. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yes. Uh, 1,500th. Yeah, yeah, which Tommy counted up to in his head. During <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I short-circuited. I think something <laughs> happened in that thunderstorm. But I, <laughs> yes. I think I... Uh, Swapped bodies with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> someone who's fucking way dumber than me. Um, yeah, they, uh, they got their readers to vote on the top 100 games of all time. Mm. What better way to celebrate 1,500 issues than by get crowdsourcing your fucking content yes. for this landmark event? Yeah. Also, I think they should have done the top 1,500 games of all time. That would be great. It's the anniversary. I yeah. like... <laughs> There's a few pages around 1,276 <laughs> that might stay pretty clean from lack of turning to... Or even 150. Yeah, like sure. at least get the five in there somewhere. Especially yeah. if you're voting, like you're going to have those votes in anyway. Mm. You're going to have if you're voting, if you're asking people to vote for ten, you're going to end up with 150 yeah. Yeah. options. Yeah, yeah. Why? Fuck this magazine. Why are we, why are we <laughs> yeah. reading this list out? Yeah. Think about your content a little harder. Now let's read out this list from a magazine. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's coming up a little later. Oh yeah. But first of all. Adam's going to sell us a fucking great mop that he's, uh, he's here to tell you about. Yeah. Thanks, Bert. We are on Shame <laughs> about your son. <laughs> we are on Good Morning Video Games. So yes. It's yes. kind of perfect. Um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the – well, yeah, just so the overall kind of history and influence mm. of, uh, of Japanese gaming. So I guess the very beginning of that is Space Invaders, um, the, it, the first big Japanese game, right? Certainly in the West at least. I'm yeah. not really sure about – in Japan, there's probably something else. Sure. Like we have to say that we're obviously doing the, this from the perspective of people who you two have been to Japan once. Mm. Twice. And I have. Three times. Uh, <laughs> A Weibo. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, we, it's going to be three times a Japanese lady. <laughs> so not even a geisha. I was thinking on my feet. <laughs> uh, yes, the Space Invaders was definitely a massive one over here, and like mm. following up on sort of Pong and everything, which mm, I believe yeah. was Western developed. Yeah, yeah. Coming over here and like Space Invaders and like Pac Man and Gallagher and all those ones that were the arcade mm. big coin shortage ones during the 80s. 
a lot of Japanese influence over here for them. Yeah. Yep. And created what a lot of people will think of as an arcade game, I guess. Yeah, yep. totally. Because uh, Street Fighter 2 then after that is Japan. Uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of Western, like I guess a light gun game that might have mm. come from the West. Yeah. But then Time Crisis and shit was Japanese, which totally. is nowadays the ones you associate with it. But yeah. then there was, there would have been heap. there's heaps of stuff being developed in parallel because there just wasn't that like freedom of knowing what was going on, you know, yeah. culturally yeah. in another country. I mean, I kind of do miss the days when, you know, it was like such a treat to find anything from another country. Like, you know, stuff like you just see this wild stuff that like where now everything comes out at pretty much the same time. Yeah. Box art is all the same, but with just with different, you know, text on it. Like remember seeing a Japanese NES or SNES box for the first time and being like, fucking hell. The yeah. goddamn globalists <laughs> are ruining our world. <laughs> That's Alex Jones. I'm pretending oh. to be there. I'm pretending to be Alexander Jones. I thought it was right. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it you was know what you got for Christmas? A communist under your tree. <laughs> be careful, kids. I thought it was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> lock her up. <laughs> That's what? Jack Nicholson. I said lock her up. Is he Which like, is what Alex Jones yeah. used to say. Oh, he right. was but doing, I was doing it in a Jack Nicholson voice, yeah. like you asked for. I thought yeah. you. Were I don't saying, know what the problem is. I Tommy. thought the bit was that I didn't. I, I thought I was learning something about Jack Nicholson that he's anti-Hillary. No, nah. that. But he, I mean, he's like old and fucked. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what his political leanings he are. He likes. He likes the Lakers. I imagine <laughs> like I if if he ever has to write down his political leanings to someone, it's like everyone should have a good time, baby. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It'd be something like real creepy like that. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to get on his boat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, then uh, I guess my my like when I think about gaming, I think about I think basically about Japanese gaming. Like I think of the early arcade games from Japan. Yeah, I kind of think of Japan as inventing video games. Yeah, whether Definitely or not that's true, like the resurgence of it for sure. Because mm. Atari was a big, big, big early one, which is an American company. Sure, yeah. sure, and they did like all of the earliest shit up until the kind of crash in the early 80s. Mm. And then Japan brought it back. It was the popularity of the NES yeah. that kind of brought it back. And they had to – we talked about this on a Bandcamp episode that we did, but they had to really fight to get it uh, – to get the NES into America mm. because no one wanted to stock it because they just had shelves full of these games that they couldn't sell. Yeah. yeah. And that's they why – actually dumping them into landfill. Yeah. Japan, yeah. like, changed the level of quality across the board of video yeah. games, I reckon, mm -hmm. and then – yeah, same for me of like early memories at least. It was always Japanese games were good, mm. Western games were usually shittier. Same, yep. yeah. I had this big yep. weeb thing of like anything, yeah, not with a bit of a Japanese feel to it. I'm like, this can't be good. Because well, mm -hmm. it was always fucking like dumb side scrollers. Like, oh, the crash test dummies are back. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that dumb band. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> well, so even though we're on, I mean, even though we're here to talk about Japan, just to deviate quickly, when do you think it is that more Western stuff starts to become like huge in its own right? Like kind of break out of the shadow of just being, you know, the Japanese kind of developers and influence putting it on the map. I mean, there was always stuff. There, there was, so was id American? The, yeah. Id and Epic, I guess, were around the mark. Yeah. The, the FPS games that they sort yeah. of developed. In the early 90s, yeah, on the PC, everything was either was Western, generally. You're yeah, right. sure. PC would have been the big one of like... Yep. Yeah. Because Japan, weirdly, Midway like... Midway and, and all those... The NES was the Famicom over there and like yeah. the MSX was like a Microsoft thing, but it was basically a console, mm. which is where the early Metal Gear games were. And they were all computers, in Japan, rather than them being consoles, kind of, they were more like Commodore 64 style yep. computers. Yep. 
and we the the West had this concept of consoles more than them, which is so weird to mm. me to think that like, yeah, all the PC stuff was Western, and yet Japan had computers, <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. of consoles, yeah, yeah. Well, we from when we went there, Ben, like that's the thing I've always really liked about Japan is that it's like, it's it's I don't know here. I guess it's it's to be fair, it has changed a lot in the last few years, mm. but gaming it's kind of been a bit of a like you know, a bit of a like a nerd pursuit or whatever. And I think it still is kind of looked upon in that way. In the West? In Why? the West, yeah. yeah. Why Whereas do you Japan... think that while you're hosting your Japan-focused video games <laughs> podcast? What's nerdy about that? <laughs> I'm afraid of the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Direct quote. Um, it's it. You go over there and it just is a bit more kind of like embedded Absolutely. In, in day-to-day life. Like you see businessmen just all on their 3DSs on, well, the, on the train. Even like phones. Everyone over there who was on their phones on public transport was playing games, yeah. it appears. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. It's much more embedded in the culture. And I'm sure it's a lot more... Um, you know, I'm sure it's a lot more complicated than that. I'm sure it's not as mm. like, cut and dry as we make it. But it just nah. as, a, as someone who's always been into that stuff, going there, it's like, oh, this is the promised land where it's just yes. like readily available and there's like – there just seems to be a lot more kind of societal sort of, yeah, people. Maybe there's just fucking it. heaps of nerds over there. <laughs> Maybe it's just fucking nerd central. <laughs> oh, Shaboya more like should fucking flush ya. Head <laughs> in the you toilet. Did mispronounce the place first? Yeah, because I'm not a fucking nerd, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going down a path I do not want to be on. Shaboya. <laughs> Shaboya. <laughs> Christ. Every time you get to the station, you got to like, comment and subscribe. <laughs> Shaboya. <laughs> it's not Shaboya. Uh, leaving Shaboya Station, next station, Brap Station. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying near Shibuya Station when I go there. So, I think uh, I am as well now. I, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think I'm two stops from Shibuya. Staying in a place called Banana House. <laughs> oh. Make a joke about that, smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you I'm not fucking smart. I'm not a nerd cop. Um, yeah, the, the Japanese influence on early games is still... And like... Because this list of influential stuff, is that what we're doing first? Sure. There's so much stuff in there that, like, is earlier than any of the games that followed it, obviously. Hmm. But it's, like... Not oh smart, boy. you say. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff like Resident Evil 4, which is you on this list. I want to do the voice for the whole episode just to cover yourself. <laughs> if you fucking tell me what to do again, uh, <laughs> um, Like, Resident Evil 4 and stuff like that, the, the, the level of invention and uh, willingness to try new things yeah. and experimentation coming out of Japanese games yeah. seems to be at least within before the last sort of five years Mm -hmm. maybe more when indie games have become a bigger thing in the west sure but uh the level of invention and yeah change and they're all they're all like trailblazers each each one of them totally and you can and you can draw entire generations of fucking like with the 64 mario 64 invented platforming in the way that it was sure 3d at least and then every second fucking game in that generation was that style of platformer yep. yeah resident evil 4 came out and then every second fucking game was gears of war and these third person kind of shooter things mm-hmm. like that which i never realized until i was looking into this on the on the net that resident evil 4 was like the first one to do that kind of because i got onto it pretty late yeah 
It was like that and this weird game called Kill Switch, which oh, had yeah. a cover oh. system, and like Operation Wimback, which I think was Japanese on the 64. There's like this weird lineage of these few games over like five or six years that all right. kind of did the same <clears throat> thing, but it's like three or four of them. Because first person would have been so big at the time, right? Yeah. So, so to break this, away from that is like. Yeah. Yeah. And first person in the West has always been way bigger. Than in Japan. I was about to say, yeah. spoiler alert for when we get to this uh, hotly contested Famitsu list, mm. I don't think I saw any first-person shooters on there. So there's a weird thing that I read about ages ago, and I've never like corroborated if it's true, but it's it makes sense <laughs> to go. me, and I don't need facts <laughs> if I feel it. Okay, Alex but Jones. This no. <laughs> is stored in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, Different, like one of the major differences between Western and Japanese games, and why often Western games don't gel in Japan, mm. is the camera movement is a massive difference between the two. And like, if right. you play a Japanese game, you'll kind of notice after you've heard this, oh fuck, you don't move the camera that much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they kind of try to avoid making you move it. It moves by itself, and it's a more cinematic thing, or or, or it's, it's completely static. static. Yeah. yeah. And in the West, we're happy to just move a camera around for whatever reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And first-person shooters is all moving the camera around. Like part of the reason you, Tommy, don't like them that much. Mm. And well, it, I don't know that I appreciate words being put into my mouth <laughs> like that. Uh, as you said, Tommy, duh, I'm a big idiot. <laughs> I don't like first-person shooters. <laughs> bum bum bum. Me like a. <laughs> to poo <laughs> whatever you. yes yeah, you said you. it like that anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah apparently that's like a massive switch which is why FPS games didn't work and why this Resident Evil 4 style of game mm. kind of panned out over there is, is, does Resident Evil 4 have like is it cover shooting so not really, not really right. it's just like over the shoulder and like you to shoot have to stop and aim Ah, uh, yeah. That okay. was like a big difference between older third-person shooters, and that was that it it kind of separated your movement and your shooting, right? B and beyond making them on two different sticks, made it like it's the same stick and you're in one mode or the other, mm -hmm. which I think is like just a simpler thing to sort of deal with if if motion on like a bunch of different axes at the same time isn't your thing. Yeah, sure. So anyway, yeah, camera movement is like a big difference between Japanese and Western games. Mm. Yep, yep. That's really interesting. I never knew that. Mm. Um, so yeah, do we want to go through... So some of the... I think some of the biggest series is perhaps uh, kind of over there that have been, you know, also influential uh, in gaming worldwide. Although some of these are just ones that I've that I've picked out that I, I think their success over there is kind of interesting. Dragon Quest is a series that I'm kind of fascinated by. Mm. That people know it here, but it it doesn't have anything close to the ubiquity that like a Final Fantasy does. Yeah. Whereas over in Japan, it is I believe it's as big. It's if not bigger. maybe bigger. I think yeah. like historically, it's been bigger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that there's a game that I uh, really enjoyed. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders, like a weird kind of spin Minecrafty spin-off of it, which Final Fantasy doesn't seem to have. Oh, it does. It, it does, but it's right. got a whole bunch. It's <laughs> got, right. Yeah, a ton it's, of spin-offs. It's got a heap. Yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics is an early oh, yeah, one. Yeah. I don't know if uh, other than that, people love that. I've never actually played that one, but most of them I don't think are at the level of quality that sure. people seem to like. Crisis Core was on the PSP, I think. There were like some a bad sh shooter. Yeah, with Vincent from FF7. That Final Fantasy 7 has has had its own share of spin-offs. Right, and right. Movies but, and yeah. all sorts of shit. Well, yeah, I would love to get into the Dragon Quest series. Mm. There's a new one coming out bit, real soon. Yeah, just and a bit it's the same. By it. Well, mm. it's the same thing with Final Fantasy, where they're each 
different from each yep. other, I believe. Yeah. So it, eleven, you can just jump into. Although I think Dragon Quest stylistically is consistent. It appears. It's all. I a, think so. Yeah. Kira Toriyama. Yeah. Who right. That's Dragon Ball. That I love his style, which is a big mm. part of why I'm drawn to it. And like so, playing uh, Dragon Quest Builders, which I know is it takes its cues from the main games, but. I kind of didn't realise to exactly what extent. I watched a trailer for a VR place in Japan and one of the oh, things yeah. that you can do yeah, is a that. Dragon Quest experience where it's like you slashing your sword and stuff. Yeah. And it's all the music and sound effects and shit that are in Dragon Quest Builders and mm. I was like, oh, cool, I'd probably love this because I know like just enough about the lore and whatever to like get by and have a good time doing it. Yeah. Um, so here's a weird thing about Dragon Quest that I happen to know as well. You fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lay down a Dragon Quest fact. <laughs> it was influenced by Wizardry, which is a Western PC game right. back in the day. I guess not even PCs. It would be like Apple II or something. Right. And it, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy afterwards were both simplified versions of that that a Japanese audience who didn't know about RPGs could get into. Right. Wow. So the JRPG like that is was originally influenced by the Western RPG. So this is one of the times when the West influenced the East. Right. And then it sort of came back over yeah. with their version, their like take on it. And when we get to that list, we're not going to do all 100 that are on that list, but Wizardry is at number 72 yeah. Yeah. because it was a fucking massive game over there. And from a game from like the 70s yeah, mm. right. or early 80s to still be in people's minds for a top 100 voting list mm. is fucking crazy. You're right. We should have pointed that out earlier. We aren't going to do all 100 on the list, but what we are going to do instead is flesh it out to what the 1500 should have been. <laughs> yes. So yes. strap in, guys. <laughs> Bumper up this evening. Grand Prix racing number two. <laughs> Just because we, it has to be somewhere. Because yeah. <laughs> there's only fifteen hundred games. Yeah, there's fifteen hundred and one games. So we just got it's more about choosing which one doesn't go on the list. Sorry, Hellblade. <laughs> um, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's a SquareSoft a game, right? SquareSoft game from the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Hugely influential. Uh, this is the one I think that kind of first introduced like kind of different endings and. Like a lot of the things that are now kind of tropes of JRPGs and stuff. Yeah. Like this. this The kind this of like active battles rather than like a turn-based yep. sit there thing. It, it, yep. they, the characters moved around the screen and jumped around, yep. which is kind of the default for JRPGs now. Mm-hmm. That like the, the time travel mechanics and the weird, like like you said, heaps of different endings and kind of a lot more open-ended in a way that uh, than a lot of mm. Japanese RPGs have been before. Yeah, Japanese games, I guess. Yep. Any games, anywhere, <laughs> anything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you boys, uh, either of you boys, play this one? Yeah, as an adult, not as a kid. I never, right. I didn't have the SNES, so I didn't play it then. Yeah, but um, it's it's I've never finished it either. Right. So it's one that I I want to set aside some time. Do you like it? For yeah, cool. Yeah, it's great. It's one of those ones where it's that sort of culmination of all the and it kind of um makes obsolete everything before it to some extent because it's kind of all the best elements of the genre put together in like, oh, fuck, of course, it should be done this way kind of way. Yeah, and so like in terms of 2D JRPG. Yeah. Yes, and then even the 3D ones that came after and like the structure of it and the... the, Mm, That's true. The The storytelling. The scope of it, like Mm. kind of every element of it is still... It holds up so much more than a lot of those 16-bit RPGs do. Yep, that's fair. That Would you pick, well, I guess, would you pick that to be a HD 3D remaster? Uh, 
I'm not sure I care or, or because remake. It's, I guess it's one of those ones where, for me, it doesn't particularly need it. Mm. There's not yeah. like a big broken thing in it where it's like, oh fuck! If they redid it with today's things, imagine right. how good it'd be. I just think this era of sixteen bit stuff looks so good. Mm. I don't want to see it turned into polygons and mm. stuff. Yeah, because like, I'd I like don't, to see it yeah. tidied up, and maybe if they did a bit of like an effect on it, like you know the kind of Octopath Traveler where they had right. like kind of you know. 3D environments with these, you know, pixel art sprites over it, textures mm. over it would look cool. But see, I, I, I think I, I like them how they look, mm. but I also think like if they looked like Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War, I'd also like that. Yeah, <laughs> the I guess the thing is like having a whole big fucking rewritten story with voice acting and all that sort of stuff, and so take that framework and. Mm. Um, Built, bring bring that up to modern standards, maybe. Sure, but I'm not fussed, and I guess I'd rather see them just copy it and make a new thing. <laughs> right, yep. you know, like yep. um, Beat Mania and Dance Dance Revolution. So Dance Dance Revolution, uh, absolutely massive. Uh, the arcade cabinets with the floor pads. Oh yeah, and uh, later sold as like a home kit with a little piece of shit little plastic (laughs) fucking tarp that you lay down on the floor. Those things always look to me, I'm sure they had like rubber feet on the bottom or or that sort Mm. of, but if you jumped on it, you would slip and kill yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've never used one. Me either. Not a home one. Yeah. I've had a crack at an arcade one a couple of times and just woefully embarrassed myself (laughs) in front of everyone who's standing around. Um, But yeah, the whole rhythm rhythm game genre starts starts with this. What Mm. is the rhythm game? Genre. I don't know the whole rhythm game genre. What what is it? So uh, what's the rhythm game genre? Your guitar heroes. Huh? Your um. What? What are you doing? <laughs> you just ask. You know your whole rhythm game genre, Zoe wouldn't, and I do. Okay. <laughs> Great bit. Yeah, I'm real glad about that one. <laughs> Speaking of rhythm, I wrecked it. <laughs> I'm just mystified, honestly, mystified. No, I've been struck by lightning. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like yeah, Guitar Hero, all that kind of stuff. That all kind of starts with this. Yeah, I remember playing some Japanese arcade guitar game years ago. I would have been thirteen, fourteen, something mm-hmm. like that. So before Guitar Hero or any of that had hit, going like, "Fuck, this is the coolest thing ever!" Yeah, like the drum mania stuff they had yeah. before. Yeah. All yeah. of those, yeah. all, all of those rhythm games that they invented over there. Yeah, mm. I, I guess apart from like. Technically, playing the piano is a rhythm game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but sure. the actual video game versions, yeah, they created and was a massive fucking thing over here. I yeah. love going to an arcade where they've had like a drum machine, uh, drum sorry, drum mania machine for a very long time and the sticks are fucked. The pads yeah. are all just like chipped away. There's like barely anything left with it. Mm. It's like, give it up. Like put <laughs> this thing out in the fucking yeah, hot rubbish. Yeah. Like you're kidding yourselves. <laughs> I went to a particularly like uh, – Dank arcade in Hong Kong no. that was just full of just worn out fucked machines. Like, there's this. I should have looked up it's what better it is. than being full of worn out fuck machines. <laughs> yeah, very good. Worn out fuck machines, everybody. That's me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Thirty one hit my peak. I'm done. <laughs> Come mania. <laughs> Put me out to pasture. Beat machine. off mania. Hey, <laughs> God. Um, there's this new one that's like Dance it, Dance Suck My Dick <laughs> <laughs> um, There's this new one that's just like a screen that you're standing in front of It's a big touch screen mm. And these kind of things are kind of flying out from the centre of the screen And you got to like The point that you're meant to touch them at changes oh, yeah. All around the wheel It looks so complex mm. But yeah, everyone I saw playing it 
had gloves that they'd bought him with them because it's like who wants to touch this fucking disgusting screen that yep. just like is in this filthy arcade <laughs> that like, yeah, all these people are standing there playing all day. If gross. everyone's wearing glo- gloves though, then the screen isn't gross. So if you just... Yeah. You want to be the one yeah, like in in considerate cunt yeah. <laughs> to be like, I'm getting it dirty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. Good thing you got the gloves because this feels smooth. <laughs> <laughs> But it didn't look fun at all. It wasn't like a rhythm, mm. you know, it was just like a rhythm for rhythm's sake. It was sure, no like, it was like oh, here, you pretend here, to play the here. key, but it's just like touch this bit of the screen. Mm, yeah. I don't think there was even a song playing. It's just like, right. here they are, just to, anyway, touch <laughs> these things. Bye. Fuck. There's, I, I played Elite Beat Agents oh, yeah? on the DS, which is kind cool. of the same thing. Yeah. Where you're just right. kind of tapping different bits of the screen, but the way that they design where you're meant to tap makes you feel a certain way with where, where you're doing yeah, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that cool. Yeah. And if you're extending your arms out the whole way, it's kind of like dancing with your arms. Mm. I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm dancing. <laughs> Don't stop me. Fantasy Star Online. Either of you ever fuck with this? No, 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 sir. This was like a Sega game that is that comes out well, well before online gaming is a thing. I did uh, read about that actually. Yeah. yeah. Sort of. Well, online console gaming. Online yes. console but like Dream, Dreamcast? Ultima yeah. Online and EverQuest and all that shit had already come out. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, they, in terms um, of console. This game was pretty big, pretty huge. They mm. took a huge punt on this one. I want to know how it worked. Like, pretty early days of the internet. Yeah, how yeah. The fuck did it, was it functional? Apparently it was very slow. Yeah, yeah. jacking your fucking dial-up modem into the back of your... The Dreamcast yeah. had a little dial-up modem on it. It was oh, like yeah. a 28K modem right. that came attached to your Dreamcast. Yep. You just plug it into the wall. Three days later, you've <laughs> typed the letter Q. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that, I think the way that it worked, it was kind of like Diablo more than a, a, a bigger thing where you had right. like three other people you were with doing quests and whatever. So I don't. I think it was pretty smartly designed around the limitations of having a sure. slow mode. It's not a sixty-four person d- death match or anything. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a big ass fucking clunky keyboard for the Dreamcast. I remember. Oh, that's mm. right. Yeah. There's a um. There's a se- there's a Japan only sequel that a lot of people. Scratching their heads, cannot work out why it never came out right. uh, in the West, because yeah. the first one was really popular apparently, mm. and people want people want more. Uh, the Monster Hunter series in general, yeah, uh, huge over there. I think you know increasingly more popularity over here in the last sort of few years. World yeah. is definitely something where like a weird number of people who I wouldn't have expected to have yep. gotten it have gone like, oh, I'm loving Monster Hunter. Yeah, mm. yeah, which is strange to the extent that they're now that. Version of it that came out on Switch, which was a port from the 3DS, yeah, that came out pretty early on in the Switch being out, is is coming out soon. Yeah, mm. oh, it has come out. Oh, really? Yeah, I I, I know that. Yeah, I mean, I you just probably before I probably saw been a big, playing it. yeah, saw a big. Uh, what do you think of it? I love it. <laughs> Best game I've ever played. <laughs> so the Monster Hunter thing is sort of comparable to the Souls games thing in that they're animation timing based combat games, mm. which is not something that is. Widely, you know, played in in the West. Yeah. Or it wasn't until the Souls games, really. Yeah. I, that's end definitely of, end of anecdote. But it, like, it's stuff that again. Was that an anecdote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me this month. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it, it that influence again though has has been more and more mm. pronounced in in recent years with the the like the surge. And mm-hmm. stuff like that is again sure. more, more Souls influence, but then the Souls games were influenced by Monster Hunter. Yep. And uh, the online stuff for the like the early PS2 online that mm-hmm. it had as well, I think, was a big deal. Mm. Yep, yep, yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, there's stuff like, you know, your Mario's and your Zelda's and stuff, but, you know, that's pretty that's pretty obvious, the influence and stuff sure. there. It's not, ground not ground we've covered in our Bandcamp episodes. Yep. Fighting yep. games come out of Japan, basically, yep. Street Fighter 2 and yes. then, like, a whole bunch of other ones. Sure. And then your Mortal Kombat's and whatever over here. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I can think of off the top of my head, but there's so much. Like, it's crazy how one country has influenced the entire landscape of this thing so much. Totally. Yeah. The idea that there's Western development and yeah. then Japanese, like hundreds and hundreds of millions of people in all these Western countries trying to make games. Yeah. And then Japan is like kind of a stronger influence than any of them. It's, it's basically the Hollywood of games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because they'll just try anything. Like if you, go, if you look into... Those cunts will try anything. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Fucking eating a fucking raw fish. Oh, oh, imagine. What are you doing? Wrapped yeah. in seaweed to no end. Oh, my yeah. God. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you, what are you a shark? If you dig into, like, the weirdest, uh, like, uh, Japanese arcade games that you could find out there, mm-hmm. they, like, there's ones, I saw one today where it was like a... Um, it's like a spanking machine. It's like got a little bottom that you like and stuff comes up on the screen. It's like this person's been naughty. Oh, you wow. spank them on the buttocks. Yeah, they hit it in the toilet for some reason. <laughs> it, was just, it looked like a big hole cut out in the wall. The aesthetic was really strange. Yeah. But it's so – I think what it is is like they just – they will just try anything and then it's yeah. like maybe 10% of those ideas – Get filtered into the West mm. and then go on to become, like we were saying, those those trailblazing ideas that then so much Western stuff gets cribbed from. Yeah, we could have had Spank Hero. <laughs> yeah, and Japanese entertainment in general, from an outsider's perspective, seems to be more that way. Like it's a mm. whole bunch of fucking Eric Andre shows over there where they're just trying the strangest thing they can think of. Yeah, and then with video games as well, they'll let the art style go wherever. Yeah, that's a big difference. So, like, so many games look similar and are trying to all be the big next thing, I guess, because whatever corporate involvement or whatever, or maybe that's just our preference over here is to have everything look like trees and stone and castles and bullshit. Yeah, sure. that's a good. I've never thought of it. I've never really thought of it in those terms. But I think that is, if you wanted to boil it down to exactly what I love so much about their culture, it's that it just feels like there is no limits to it. Like, mm-hmm. even though. Same with anime, like a lot of their like and their comics and everything, like stylistically, it looks all very similar. Manga, manga, but uh, it they're just like the plots of stuff. You know what I mean? There's just mm. a lot more further reaching than there is here, where it's like uh, we be- we can't really go too crazy. Like we got to keep a bit of an eye. Which so this may be naive because. Like maybe they are just. But I reckon the Earth revolves uh, <laughs> not around the sun, but the sun around the Earth. <laughs> What's naive about that? I, maybe it's because they started from a different point culturally, and even though there's globalization and we're all overlapping in the internet and shit, it's just that it seems like it's going in different and further places because, you know, they have a different big bang cultural starting off point. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe we do sound naive. I don't know. But then they'll make they'll they'll be happy to have a whole bunch of difference between each other. Like anime mm, or whatever sure. that that style is pretty universal, but then at the same time they'll go really weird with it. But then think about like 
cartoon, Western cartoons now. Yeah. Hanna-Barbera bullshit. Like, it's it, it's still that stuff, but then, like, maybe a DreamWorks fucking snail with its eye up. Well, like, I don't know. I like, Adult, I Adult Swim is incredibly diverse yeah. in, its, in its visual I style. Guess, well, Adventure, I, I Adventure guess Time and regular show that, and stuff like that. That's what I was thinking, There's yeah. a lot. There is a lot more art in the West now that is Even less kind of appealing to I, a, a kind of... Lowest common denominator, like mm. everyone wanting mm. to, like o- outside of a mainstream sense. Yeah, I reckon there's a lot more of that here. Maybe just because we're privy to it because we live over here, but like smaller things and like indie games. And I think Adult Swim and all those cartoons would be considered indie shows, mm. yeah, more than mainstream ones, which are all pretty similar. Frozen knockoff kind of stuff. You like you look at the fucking like ho- like I'm not particularly switched on to kids animations, what? but Hotel Transylvania three. <laughs> Madagascar, the penguins return. But yep. it, aren't they literally all the same creators? <laughs> they're the same company. Yeah. But it's like, they're, it's. I just think about like Cheese TV and Afternoon Cartoons. Like, they're all different. Disney's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Rocco's Modern Life, Brain and Stimpy. They look exactly the same. Well, no, they don't. Not from each other and not to Disney or not to. Not to Disney, but Nickelodeon. to Nickelodeon. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot of variety. I guess there is. The Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, all the episodes are the same style. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I, may, I, I guess I'm just it, I'm more immersed in it, so I mm-hmm. take it for granted more. Right. I do always wonder that about anime. Like, if like, do do Japanese people think that like, you know, The Simpsons and Ren and Stimpy look identical? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're Japanese and you're watching anime, like if you've grown up around it and you are immersed in it, yeah, can you really? Can you go? Oh, yeah, of course, you know, Neon Genesis looks totally different to fucking, you know, Spirited Away or whatever. Right. Like in character design. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to uh, just a small selection of games that have never made it to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one that we've talked about on this before called Sega Gaga, mm. which came out on the Dreamcast in 2001. It is a game, uh, it is an RPG where you are like the head of Sega or someone that works at Sega. Yeah, a developer maybe or something, yeah. And you have to create, your character is trying to create a a new game that is going to put, so Sega's in financial trouble. So it's (laughs) just very real world of them going like, yeah, we're fucked and here's a game about it. Like Hmm. this, the game and just a financial report got mixed up into the (laughs) same document. They're like, all right, I guess Sega's in trouble in this game. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's it's like if bookstores made a book about how bookstores were going to go out of business. You know how like, bookshops write all the books? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'm sure there are books being stocked in bookstores about how print is dying and well, it must it, fucking yeah. kill them to have to put it on the shelves. Totally, totally. Um, but, yeah, so you, I think you have to travel around and, like, basically convince all these Sega characters to, like, be in a game. Yeah, something like that. Something fucking weird like that. Mm. But it sounds awesome. Mm. Like it sounds so funny. And it's great. bananas that it got made. Like yeah. it's so it's such a unique sphere of entertainment where it's possible that this yeah. would get made. Yeah. Did you see in the in the topic pre thirty rock? <laughs> sure. I, I think post thirty rock they'd be like, aha, yeah. a yeah. game about a game. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> in, bum, the, bum, in the category of bum, great self burn. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this under the rest. Of it. <laughs> Please. Uh, in the category of great self burns, did you see that uh, that WarioWare game that just came out a yeah. month ago on the 3ds? <laughs> I've been playing that. In the original one of it, there's like a there's a 
character and he's in his bedroom and he's got a virtual boy on the shelf. Yeah. And then this new one, they've changed it to a Wii U. Oh, very good. That's great. That's very good. Time to update the clunker boys. (laughs) At great expense, we got to re-render this whole thing. Get a fucking Wii U in there. A whole bunch of Nintendo like, what does a Wii U even look like? (laughs) Even I haven't seen one. I know all of the games because I've remade them. (laughs) Um... Marvelous, which is great stuff, boys. Yeah, Marvelous, uh, which is a game that came out on the SNES in 1996. It it, it kind of, uh, I think it's before a link to the past. It's a top-down RPG. I think it kind of, yeah, it's it's sort of seen as kicking off that style of mm, right. RPG. I've never even heard of it. Uh, yeah. Three friends looking for treasure, and it has a few point-and-click elements to it, like more like a kind of PC. A point-and-click game. It's got a darker tone than uh, your typical Nintendo game, and it was made by I'm going to butcher this. Ag Onuma. Oh, right. So the guy goes on to make all the Zeldas. Yeah. Yeah, So I think it was his first big thing. So yeah, kind of. That's something I'd love to see. Hmm. You know, if we ever get any kind of virtual console or whatever, put it over. Just see like what you know this guy's like. You know, sort of first big thing that he Hmm. worked on. Because by all accounts, you can sort of see. A bit of the DNA of like your Majora's Mask and kind of right, you know the cool. sort of like yeah. tones that he tends to work in. It's um, his bottle yeah. rocket. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. Hey, wonderful, <laughs> fabulous. You guys are real cunts. <laughs> uh, police Nauts. Yeah, this so is Kojima. This is Kojima in 1994 right. for the 3DO, PC, PlayStation, and Saturn. Uh, you play. It's a point-and-click adventure. With some shooting aspects, you uh, you play as police astronauts. Okay. Um, what are we going to call them, though? <laughs> what would astronauts of space... I mean, police of space be called? Astrocops. <laughs> That's kind of better. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Weird that this has never been... Yeah. Re-released... Because, you know, people yeah. fucking love Kojima. Yeah. It's mm. strange that this has never come out on anything. There are definitely fan translations of it. Right. And probably the other ones. All of these have fan translations. Yeah. Translations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Because Snatcher was... Uh, I beg your pardon? His one... Hardly know him. <laughs> oh, yes! He did it! <laughs> the, like, I think spiritual prequel to this or whatever, like, they're both similar in that you're, like, Did he make a detective. this? Yeah, he made Snatcher as well. Right. And then this as well. And they're really both... Anyway. I've never played either of them. Right. But Snatcher did come over to the West and they're both very Kojima-ish in good ways and bad ways in that, like... It's this weird story and, and like unique things. And then also if you fucking push the controller during a cutscene, someone's boobs will jiggle. Oh, yes. Like they're both super Kojima-ish <laughs> in that way. And what about the bad things? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've always like been interested in both of these mm. but never bothered. Um, Metal Wolf Chaos for the Xbox came out in 2004 in Japan. It's a from so, software game. So oh. crazy that there was an Xbox exclusive. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you play as the US president, a descendant of Woodrow Wilson. Great. Piloting a giant mech. Your goal is to blow a lot of stuff up as you take back portions of the country that have attempted to secede. <laughs> Sounds sick. Yeah. It's all in English as well. And the common theory is that um, around 2004, they just thought, bring it out in the US, the Iraq War and everything. Right. It's been very unpopular. Right. Oh, well, now's the time to bring out a game about the <laughs> US president going crazy and shooting people. Yeah. Uh, it, it is coming out over though. here now. Is it really? Yeah. They announced right. this at E3. I didn't like, know this. During one of the things, they're doing a version of that that's going to come out over in the West. Oh, yeah, wow. right. I'm not sure for what. I guess the Xbox One. Probably, mm. yeah. But uh, 
yeah, that that is making its way to our shores. Wow. And uh, maybe one of the most, uh, certainly one of the most requested uh, uh, Japanese games to be ported in English, Mother 3 mm. uh, by Nintendo for the Game Boy Advance, the sequel to Mother, well, obviously to Mother 2, which is known <laughs> in the West as Earthbound. Yeah. Um, it was originally being developed as Earthbound 64 and it was going to use the disk drive for the 64, but then the, the disk drive flopped, so they ported it over to the GBA, which I think it means you that could, it... could call it a floppy disk drive. Hell yeah, dude. All right. What now, does that mean? <laughs> just bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're going to touch this thing and it's going to feel as though it's not floppy, but inside, that's where we the key comes to the name, all right? Come with me, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, there's heaps of fan translations out there. People just people want this so bad. I, mm. Every every year coming up to E3... That's a, a room... A a fake leak will have yeah. this on the yeah there was one recently actually where it was like there's going to be a Nintendo Direct on July 22 and uh, that's what they're announcing Mother 3 so was uh, Mother 3D th- remake right so was it 2D was it just like was it like it looks Earthbound? like Earthbound yeah, yeah. Okay. So GBA I, game so yeah basically the same as a SNES game I think it's actually better that it's ended up on the GBA and got cancelled off the 64 because it's right. you know it's GBA is basically a little mini SNES so it has a bit more of that kind of yeah, timeless, timeless kind of, kind of look right, to it. Right. I love the style of Earthbound. Like I, I, I started playing it. I, know I should go back in and finish mm. it someday. But I, I really loved it. I loved the 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 weird feel of it. The the weird little sense sense of humor and the style mm. of it. I thought it was so visually. I think it's so charming. It's it's right in my wheelhouse. I'd love to see this get a, a local port. Which yeah, could happen. Who knows? Uh like in ten years, uh, <laughs> it'll yeah. be like knows. a launch title for a console that they put <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, maybe when they bring the fucking uh, like their re-releases of old games on a whatever virtual console equivalent. Yeah, yeah maybe. But who, like whatever is going on there with older yeah. games, other mm-hmm. than Wii U ports. Yeah, who yeah. fucking knows? Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's move on to this uh, this list. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, this Famitsu list. Good thing we really whipped through that uh, that previous stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there is some uh, there's there's some other Japanese games that haven't come over that just like quickly to mention there's a couple of Yakuza ones oh, yeah. that always look cool that and that's are, as a franchise is much more popular right? in and, Japan and, yeah. and then but it's gotten really popular in the west like they're bringing them all out on the PC over here and everything yeah right? but the common thing that you tend to see is that uh, when I was reading up on it they'll ch- they'll have a crack with the first one there's a lot of sequels that never come out yeah, here, right. especially in the 90s where your budgets for having to market things was so extreme that you know you just had to make a certain amount of money back. Yeah, I think that's kind of changing a bit. Where, well, I mean, there's still heaps of stuff that doesn't come out where they just don't have the resources to translate it or whatever. But yeah, and you can release stuff on a smaller scale now, and not have to spend so much money. Yeah. yeah, after a certain amount of time, they just seem to like not give a fuck as well. Yeah. like these two Yakos ones will probably never come out, but they're called like Keshin and. Ijin or something, I can't remember, but oh, yeah. they're like feudal Japan right. Yakuza games, which sounds fucking awesome. Oh, that would be sick. To mm. me, like what a cool setting for that sort of a thing. Uh, there's like old adventure games that looked cool. Yeah. At the t- there's like, there's a fuckload, like the Advance Wars games that weren't the ones that came out over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like 50 Fire Emblem ones. It is funny to think stuff. about there being a time like in the 90s where like the decision to not bring a game over would have just been like basically one or two people. Like, sure. it, like now there's enough if, – if enough people are like, hey, yeah, fucking bring this out, you know, like companies can listen through social media and stuff. Mm. But the idea of just like two 40-year-olds in a boardroom <laughs> going, ah, I don't reckon they're going to go for it. Yeah. Like just that means that a game just never comes out in the West. It's yeah. like pretty funny. Mm. 
it's so strange because like with like translating isn't an easy thing because yeah. a lot of people misunderstand it and like why don't they just do it yeah. just put it through Google fucking translate <laughs> but like the whole thing is you've got to get the intent of the message across yeah and then you've got with those older games as well a character limit that you have to fit it into yes and all that sort of shit it seems like a fucking hard job totally yeah. and then yeah. the, just the the cultural mm. translations as well and the reference points all that stuff they I mean, fuck that stuff up so sorry. often mm. yeah uh, do, like Yakuza three is a big one where they took out a bunch of stuff like because uh, they went oh it's a Japanese culture thing people in the West won't get it it's like cunt I'm playing a game about being a Japanese fucking criminal yeah, yeah. let me be in Japan yeah they're yeah. like, no, you need to leave the country. <laughs> I'm not telling you again. It, like the Mother 3 one is weird because like in a lot of these cases, like, there's like people have already done it. Like they yes. just go through and, and a team of people did it mm. and it must be like good. Mm. Like just buy, just buy that, just fling them some money and like yeah. buy that off them. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, so yeah, let's start with we've like we're going we're gonna to sort of skim through the uh, the the – Bottom part of the list, yeah. The and bottom eighty. Go through, uh, yeah, twenty. Uh, the top twenty, uh, one by one. Mm. Um, so number ninety-eight, The Witcher Three, which I think, apart from that other one, Wizardry, this these are the only two non-Japanese games on this list. Maybe Sonic Unleashed, <laughs> which not to get That's ahead of ourselves, it. is it really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Because I think some of the Sonic games are American. They farm them right. too. Yeah. No, this I looked this one up. This right. Was developed in Japan. Fuck. Well, yeah. So that'll <laughs> that'll come up later because it's a weird fucking inclusion. But yeah, The Witcher Three is one of the, if not only, very very few. If we've missed some Western yeah. games, and like it's so strange that it's this one. Yeah. It's one of the most like intricate and very Western RPG style RPGs. It, it takes like so much from um, Western. Uh, depictions of of medieval life, yeah, and 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 very much like the fiction surrounding that stuff. And I guess it's a European game. I don't know if that that that's Western Polish, but yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah, it is totally like you said, like super super. I guess fantasy stuff over there. I don't know how it translates, like Lord mm. of the Rings style castles mm. and bullshit fantasy. Mm. I don't know how that stuff is received yeah. in Japan. I mean, I guess the fact that it is just, a, yeah, at its core, an RPG is mm. probably like it would be weirder if it was something like, fuck, okay, now I can't think of an excuse. Kill zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's this like, like Doom or something. Western yeah. style open world game, too, which mm. don't appear on this list either. All the yeah. GTAs and those typical. Yeah, sure. Ones there's you get no, on no Red Dead Redemption. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Like, no fucking watchdogs. There shouldn't be watchdogs, but you know what I mean? Mm. And well, culturally, probably the language of that doesn't really translate as well into, mm. into Japanese. You know Maybe what? It's a bit about this being a bit more because it's all kind of dragons and that sort of shit, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, dragons and griffins and harpies. Yeah. like it's classic Western mythology. Stuff. I yeah. think this but had they use a, a lot of that stuff in their big RPGs. That's true. So I think true. this had a very good Japanese translation too. Right. right. I remember watching like a documentary about The Witcher. You fucking nerds! <laughs> and, wow. Uh, I th- like they translate them all in house at great expense. Mm. Right. I believe, and so that might be part of it is that like all your Skyrims and whatever just aren't as easy to play in Japan. Right. Yeah. So The Witcher Three is the one that broke through, possibly. Yeah, mm. Maybe. Um, eighty f- and number eighty five. Sonic Unleashed, as we just mm. said. Now, universally, uh, in an in an overcrowded field, seen as the, perhaps the worst Sonic game that's ever been made. Definitely yeah. up there. I think the two thousand six one, as we would have explored on our Bandcamp episode, which you can download now at 
the word internet. <laughs> <laughs> Filthycasuals.com.au. Yeah, yep, that, it'll be there. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's a dog shit game. <laughs> it's the one where you turn into a werewolf. Yeah. 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 It's so dumb. It's yeah. so. I. Who voted for this? <laughs> and heaps bizarre. of people. Fucking heaps of people must have, yeah. Like it's – if it even it, it just scraped in at number 100, I would mm. think that was weird. But yeah. it's like it's 15 up the list. It shouldn't be in the top 1,500. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. seriously. That would be the one that gets left off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, like uh, there's a lot of Sonic games on this list too. Like yeah. more than there would be over here. Yeah. To the point where there's two instances of Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, mm. stop jumping ahead. Well, we are, we're going all over the place, man. There would be. We're not, dude. You I'm are. unleashed. <laughs> I voted for this game. He's in werewolf mode. Oh, Dicko no. one zipped. <laughs> this list here would be, yeah, Sonic One would be on. Maybe, maybe two. Maybe Sonic One and Two would be on there. Sure, but yeah. that would be it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's real weird for Unleashed to be a on it and be so high, but I don't know. Uh, maybe it invalidates this entire list <laughs> and, and Japanese culture in, in general. Mm, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'd love it if they, for their 1500th issue and in honour of them doing this countdown in the issue, mm. they just put Sonic Unleashed on the cover. <laughs> Here's number 85. What else is in the list? Well, open the pages and find out, guys. I guess the whole myth of a werewolf is a pretty Western thing. Right? I think that originated in, like, Germany or something. Mm, I think you're right. I, I also think it probably has equivalents in Japan. So what if it doesn't and this is your first exposure to the concept of a werewolf <laughs> and you go like, oh, wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and okay. that's what propelled it to this point. The analogy of a werewolf applying to human life and the passions and the emotions you express <laughs> this is sometimes. crazy deep. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God, it's about being on your period. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Dracula Untold was the first time you'd seen the, <laughs> the Dracula myth. You mean Dracula Dead and Loving It? Leslie <laughs> yes. Wilson. Movie? Yes. Yeah. Someone watching that and doesn't know what a vampire is. Oh, yeah. And still genuinely thought. scared by it. Yeah. Like, yeah. why does he keep making jokes? This is scary <laughs> stuff, guys. <laughs> um, number 80, Kirby's Air Ride, mm. which I think is the 64 uh, GameCube. GameCube. Right. Racing game with Kirby characters. Uh, never played it. I don't think it's remembered as being particularly bad. I think it's right. just very forgettable. I think it's also uh, – I remember playing this a little bit, Right. I think, and it, I remember hating it. Right. Because right. you use like one button and it was just kind of accelerate or not. Uh, right. You kind of bounced around this court. And it just – I remember it being stupid. Right. And again, why – like of all – Kirby's cool. There's some cool Kirby games. Yeah. Right. I it's, think – actually, I think there are one or two more on them. But that being on there is bizarre. It's That's very strange. so strange. Yeah, you can play as Kirby, King Dedede and other. <laughs> <laughs> Meta Knight. Meta I barely Knight. know Oh, him. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Meta Knight. Uh, but yeah, the, like just this thing of what Sonic and Kirby – must be over there that these can hit. And, like, what is the difference between how fucking poorly these were appreciated over here and how clearly they... Mm. At what point is this racist? <laughs> like, us going through the voting <laughs> habits of an entire nation and just being like, fucking idiots, don't they know this is bad? Why do they like this? <laughs> what do you sound like? Cunts yeah, right they can we, like we, it. <laughs> <laughs> if they come to this country, though, they've got to choose a different number 80. That's all I'm saying. It's got to be Crash Bandicoot at number one. Yeah. Well, we're not going to rip apart the top 20 as well. WWF... Fucking heat, no stars, oh, all yeah. fuck fight. Yeah. That's the best game. Nitro <laughs> boys. 
Uh, yeah, so Wizardry is in at number 72. Yeah, we like that one because it's a Western game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this just, just it's, placated us. But that one as well, completely forgotten over here. Yes, mm. very strange, very strange choice. But still hangs around there. The same as Mag, which was at num- number 78. Mm. Massive action game it stood for. <laughs> yeah. And it was like the first time where it was like, there's 64 players or however many it was at the it one was, time. I think, I think it was 256 even. But it was a lot, oh, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it, it flopped over here because it was like, oh, I guess there's a lot of players somewhere else. But yeah. I'm with 10. Or, or I'm with 60 and we're all running into each other and don't know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. It, like, I don't think it worked well. And again, 78 over there. But maybe it's because the shooter wasn't such a big thing over there. So yeah. it wasn't an, like an also ran shooter like it was over here. Right. Well, we maybe should say this list, like, got huge proportion of RPGs. Yes. Mostly RPGs, yeah, the I guess ones you could say. We're skipping over like most of the Dragon Quest games. I think nearly every Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy game is on there. So yes. that's like that's like 76 right there. Yeah, yeah like video games, Final Fantasies 1 through 15 <laughs> and Sonic Unleashed. <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> but like oh yeah, we have skipped like Shadow of the Colossus, Ico, um yeah, yeah all the Final Fantasies. Yeah. There's uh yeah, there's a lot. Kingdom so, Hearts as well, obviously. <clears throat> So at number 29, you have Sonic Adventure 2. Earlier down the list at number 57, you have Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Which mm. is the expanded <laughs> version of that game. Yeah, I think it just had multiplayer. It just had some extra mode. Yeah, it it's was the a, same game. And for that to be lower in the list as well. Like for them to go, no, no, no. When they added all that shit on <laughs> yeah. and it didn't affect the base game, yeah. it was worse. Now, but still think... but still good. Yeah. <laughs> still one of the best 100 games yeah. that's ever yeah. existed. Yeah. I don't think the blame, I think we got to let the Japanese public off the hook on this one. Mm. This is down to Famitsu. This is down to the editing staff at Matt. The, the yeah. usual gang of idiots as they <laughs> refer to themselves in a Famitsu. It should be at number 14 and a combination of both of yes. them. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think actually you'll find 57 Plus 29 is actually minus. 70, 80, 80, 86. Yeah, but you're minus it. should be it. at number 86. But it's not going back in the... It should be at number 86, guys. I know that you're joking around, <laughs> but this is making off. me yeah. furious. Then it'd be 100 right, is not the best one. You're adding right up the before, total votes that they each got. It would be right before Sonic Unleashed as well. <laughs> that would be some nice little symmetry there. They'd be next to each other. No, it wouldn't because they'd have done a worse job. Uh, yeah, a lot more love for... Uh, but people who were younger than us... Who were younger when Whip- whippersnappers? <laughs> whippersnappers, yeah. Like Sonic Adventure Two in particular, a lot more than people around our age do. Right. It's a it's a younger person thing. I don't oh. mind. It's a, it's a young hey, man's game. I don't mind one of them being on there. It's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The the same like Metal Gear Solid, which you would assume is a massive thing over in Japan. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, up in the, what, six, 60s, 70s? There's two instances of it at 71 and 70 with 5 and 3, respectively. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, 3 is my favourite one, but yeah, 1, 2, 4, like all the ones that show up on lists over here, again, yeah, not, yeah. not really as big of a factor over mm. there. Uh, at number 33, Super Mario Brothers. Not surprising that it's on the list. The reason we bring it up is because it is the only Mario game mm. uh, on the entire list. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Isn't mm. that bonkers? Yeah. It's the most influential piece of Japanese culture in terms of its influence on the West, full stop. Yeah. And it's yeah. only the original game in yeah. this list. I bet da 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 is the most universal piece of Japanese creative music. Yeah, oh, maybe for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it. And in Japan, the most known Western one would be. Da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah that's so strange. Even Mario sixty four not being on there. I mean, mm. like by law of averages, surely more than one should have shown up with how many fucking Mario games there are. No, yes. no Mario Kart. Am I crazy in? No, saying you, that's yeah. that's yeah. No, no Mario Kart. It, that's really it's really bizarre that none mm. yeah that none of the others have shown up. Mm. Um, all right. Well, do we want to get into the top twenty? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Um, okay. I hope I pronounced this one correctly. But at number twenty, uh, Final Fantasy Z <laughs> X X I. Oh, the... so I think it's like a Chinese name. So that's weird. <laughs> it's pronounced Chi. <laughs> it, that, this is the multiplayer one. It is. Right. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. It's the one where they went. Oh, we've just made ten. A great one. Yeah. Let's. Totally change what it is. Well, they were working on this one and they were going to call it like Final Fantasy Online or something. And then someone came in and went, no, 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 11. <laughs> call it 11. <laughs> yeah. They were like, no, because it's a separate thing. They're like, we're going to sell more. Yeah. Call it 11. Yeah. Which is probably smart. Yeah. But yeah, th- this was pretty big over here as well. Yes. 11. Yeah. The same with all these massively multiplayer games. You're either in or you're completely out. And it was around the same time as well. Like, it, yeah. it feels like it was, yeah, that I era. Think like a little earlier, but comparable. Mm. And it was harder to get on this one because there was a weird like Sony Play Online weird fucking separate thing you had to set up. Right. You had to have a hard drive for the PS2 if you played that version. Oh, uh, yeah. Separate. And uh, I think it's still fucking going. Yeah. Really? Like 16 years later. And I feel like I read something that they're releasing a mobile version soon. Right. Right. So this one's, yeah, still going. I'm not surprised that this is as high as it is because I think it's, yeah, massive over there and big over here too. Totally. It makes sense. Like for It's like the Japanese MMORPG. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. Is, exactly. This is World of Warcraft showing up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, at number 19, Su- Sukoden 2. You guys got anything mm. on this? This is uh, the sequel to that Phil Collins song, right? <laughs> <laughs> the way Tommy pronounced it. Sukoden. Suikoden, I think it is. No, okay. it's, surely it's Suko, Sukoden. I think it's Suikoden. I, I feel I like I've heard s- it said out loud. Well, by a Japanese person? Because yeah. I don't think they say sui in Japan. Uh, in, yeah, they do. How Name- do you call a pig in Japan? <laughs> sui. <laughs> God. Suikoden. Oh. Nah. It's it's weaker then. I'm 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 positive of it. Okay, I I look forward to Google Google and hit the little uh, mic. Uh, what do you call it? Speaker button. Google yeah. will not pronounce it. Make Google say hey, it. Hey, I think I can do this. How weaker then? There it went. Su. S u i k o d e n. I don't know how to spell it, can't. You don't know how to fucking say it, so I could assume you don't know how to spell it. How pronounce Shut up. Hang on. Oh, what now? It's gone. Okay, hang on. Okay. Did you hear that shit? Was that Google? That was Wikipedia. The Wikipedia thing of the game. There you go. Citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, apparently it is sweeter then. Yeah. I've never played one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah we like could have looked up what kind of game it yeah. is. It's an RPG. There's like a hundred recruitable characters in it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They definitely came out over here too. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're all, but um, yeah, not something that was anywhere near as big over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number eighteen, Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, the Wii one. Yes, yeah, I guess. I guess yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah, yep. 
Um, yeah, popular popular game over there. Yeah, I'm enjoy. I like the second one. I keep meaning mm. to go back in on it, but um, yeah, I liked the few hours I was playing of it. Just it, gonna get more time to devote to it. I don't think the the art style quite hits me. Yeah, I I, I wasn't really into it either. It's, it's a little too children's cutesy. cartoon. Yeah, cutesy mm. for me. Yeah, and it does it it, it yeah. It, there's something about it that just doesn't have a. Um, like enough of a thing I don't know It doesn't yeah. really have an identity In a strange way I completely agree Yeah Yeah yeah. But it, it seemed like an okay game Very complicated Yeah yep. super Early complicated um, Number 17 Okami mm. Which uh, I'll be playing that uh, That remaster Right now Literally right now <laughs> What do you think of it? Whenever you're listening to this Yeah Love it um, <laughs> Yeah popular game I, You know it has a It has a um, I, You know Popular legacy and everything. It's mm. been around for a little while, but yeah, surprising to see it ranked so high on a list of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of would have uh, obviously mistakenly assumed that it was maybe one of those ones that was more popular over here than there. Yes, maybe, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. point. Yeah, um, sixteen Persona Four Golden. Uh, now people say well, a lot of people say this is their favorite game of all time. Yeah. Apparently, this is like we if we'd played this before five, I don't think we'd like. Five as much as we do, apparently. Yeah, this yeah. was the Vita one, though. Yes. So nobody in the West has played this one. Yeah, because it was on the Vita. But uh, yeah, uh, nothing but but pray, and I'm sure that we would love this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number fifteen, Otoka de Or. I have no idea. I tried to Google and I could not find out what this was. <laughs> right. I couldn't find any accurate information about what this it's, was. How do you spell it? It's. It looks like it looks French. It looks like a perfume name. Otoka, like O T. O-C-A, then oh, Dior. O-C-O-C-A? <laughs> that, like D-apostrophe-O-R. Okay. O-T-O-C-A. I don't know why I'm Googling it as well as though my Google will be different. Yeah. Dior. Well, you want the smug satisfaction of being able to... <laughs> Suica then. Yeah. <laughs> I did see some people say... Otoka doll? Oh, oh, okay. That's I... what came up for me. Is it this Otoka doll one? doll. I don't know. Yeah, right. Anyway. This is something about like a... Yeah, anime dolls. Maybe it's something to do with that. I don't know. We have no way of finding out. Without <laughs> Google, we're powerless. Uh, number 14, Yakuza 0. Which is the one that came out this year? Yeah, is that the Earlier one you've playing? Year? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <sighs> or was it late last year? It would be year? two years ago in Japan as well because it would right. have been out for a fair while before it came out over here. Mm-hmm. Yep. It did not play like a brand new game. Right. I will say, yeah. Because I think 6 is the most recent one. Which I've also played, yeah. And... Yeah, Zero would have been the one before. So I think I got some weird bundle where I bought Zero and Six came for free, but it was preloaded and it, I got it when it came out. Yeah, right. It was like a two-for two thing. That's what makes it one of the best games of all time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Value. But I can totally understand this. Apparently Yakuza Zero is like... Mixes all of the previous ones together. It's a prequel. It's the that, like, newest 80s, graphical style. That 80s nostalgia button. Yeah. Yep. And it's cool and fun and silly and... Uh, like Japanese Vice City. Yeah, t- totally. It's exactly that. Sick. Um, yeah. Uh, number 13, Hatsune Miku Project Diva Future Tone. A Japanese game, you say? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a virtual pop idol, Hatsune right. Miku. Yeah. Right. She's all computer generated and uh, the, like the singing and everything and people go nuts for her over there. Right. Big deal where like Domino's had a thing where you'd like hold your phone up to your Domino's box and she'd be dancing on your box. <laughs> oh, that AR shit. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. awesome. Like Hatsune Miku's a big deal over there. The equivalent of like Crazy Frog. <laughs> right. Sick. Right. 
Sick. We got to get her on the show, Ben. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go Vox Popper. Shenmue 2. Oh, yeah. It's a sequel to Shenmue. Yeah. Mm. Very uh, dry, boring games <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, I never played them. Yeah, me either. And 3 is the one that's coming out yeah. soonish. And there's remasters of 1 and 2 coming out as well. Right. So we can get the chance to play them, but I don't think they'd hold up well. I remember. So is, was this Samurai era sort of combat nah, RPG? Or what, what was it? set in the 80s. This one's in oh. Hong Kong, the second one. Right. So you're like looking for the guy who killed your dad and it was meant to be five of them. <laughs> The first one's in 80s Japan. Yeah. The second one was on the Xbox over here and you're in Hong Kong and it just was slow and dull. Okay, right. For memory. So. Right. Uh, number 11, Dang, Dangan Rompa. Did I say that right? You know what they're so. Visual novels. Yeah. 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 Suikoden. <laughs> a style of game we just don't get over here as well, yeah. really. Mm. Yeah. I guess uh, like adventure games are the closest thing and there's some more stuff with like indie games that's similar. Yeah. Tell, telltale, telltale games. Probably the same and we of. get the, ja- uh, the Japanese ones over here. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix Wright would have been my first kind of experience oh, with yeah. this type of thing. Yep. Weirdly, my first experience was that, uh, what was it called? The book club one that we played? Uh, um, Doki Doki Panic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think uh, Danganronpa is a similar like battle royale as in the movie thing, where it's like a high school where all the students have to kill each other or something. Yeah, there's right. some weird. You go to classes and then you get to choose how you spend your free time. Kind and of you get to murder yeah. people. In before, some way. before people tweet or message us, Doki Doki Panic was Super Mario Two. Doki Doki Literature Club was the game. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> I think I got panic in there because it made me very, very distressed yeah. to the point where I couldn't finish it. Yes, yes. I was Fair. thinking of Okie Doke. <laughs> I was thinking of Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> nice. Um, number uh, nine? Where are we? Number 10. Oh, 10. Shen- Shenmue 1. Yeah. Number 9, Sakura Wars. I don't know what this is. Don't yeah. know. Another Can't. RPG, I think. I remember a, car- a, a Japanese cartoon called Card Captor Sakura. Oh yeah, and she cap- captured cards. I, I played drug wars <laughs> in high school. It's probably some kind of combination. Yeah, I marched against the uh, American war in Iraq oh, yeah. in two thousand and four. That's very brave of you. St- Thanks, man. Star Wars is a little movie franchise that I'm a fan of. I marched against the war they wanted to start against Sakura Card Captor. <laughs> I have genital warts. <laughs> 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 um, I have them on my sack. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Chrono Trigger. We Sweet. talked about that already. Yep. Yeah. Number seven, uh, Danganronpa three, Killing Harmony. Mm. Uh, number six, Final Fantasy seven. Oh yeah, you heard of this game? No. Ben? No, no, I have not. Number six is still like it's funny how that one is the one that in both hemispheres or whatever. Would it, be it, it's the big breakthrough mm, one. You're right. Yeah. This this is like the first. If you were to go through and match up the list uh, in the uh, West, in the West, that's probably the one that where you'd get the closest to them being yeah. like roughly around the same place. On totally, the totally, wildly oh. divergent from this point on. Sakura Wars would probably be up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this next one is probably the same as well. Uh, that's number five, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Those are really yeah. the only two I can think of that would really. Would match up on a Western list. Yeah, as well. I think that's totally fair. And their positions in the list F- from the top twenty onwards, certainly. Yeah, to the top with a bullet as well. Breath of the Wild, and interestingly, like we were saying before with The Witcher Three, less of the open world 
style gameplay over here. So getting Breath of the Wild when you've had less exposure to that style of game would have been like, holy fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, Look at this point. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, yeah, this, this was September last year. So that had come out in March. So, yeah, I mean, there may mm. be something to be said for there being a bit of new car smell, but I mean, it is also just a great game. So that'd yeah. be, yeah, that'd be up around there for me now. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Agreed. Number four, Nier Automata. That is interesting. <laughs> it's a fucking good game. Yeah. It's sick. When you like for, it's not a it's not like a mainstream game. No, I, I guess not, but if you've got a culture where like Evangelion was big in the fucking 90s, yeah. that shit was weird as hell. Sure, in it's a almost a similar way to this. It's like a self-aware deconstruction of that kind of thing. Totally. Like this yeah. that like kind of odd odd like uh philosophical text mm. mixed with fighting robots thing yep. has been over there for a lot longer. So I think it's easier to digest that sort of a game. That's true. And this is, yeah, like I said, like a smart deconstruction of what that is itself, yeah. which is was originally a much more thoughtful thing than we would have had in similar Western equivalents. Yeah. I've never seen Neon Genesis and I'm going to try and watch it all before I go to Japan. There's <laughs> like, well, you don't have enough time. I think there's don't like I? three or four different versions of it now. There's and one I think series. each is quite short. But there's a lot of, and then there's like three movies. There's th- three yeah. movies, yeah. And I don't know which is the best version to watch these days. I want to. Well, yeah. I'm going to start with the just the series, which is 25 eps. I can do that. I go in like three weeks. Oh, I can okay. Do that. All, right. All right. I don't believe you can. I, I mean, I I probably won't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, three weeks. If I just watch an episode a night, will you? No, I'm saying I won't. <laughs> I'm not saying I will. Then but pay up. Good. Pay I'm up. I can. <laughs> pay up. <laughs> just, just one for the three of us there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, near automata. Yeah, sure. Like, if this was like the, a critics list of games, yeah, I would. It would make more sense to me. But yeah, yeah. yeah. For it to to hit number four with a popular vote mm. is uh, yeah crazy. Especially mm. here. I mean, it was pretty niche here. Mm. Kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people. But yeah, obviously they're culturally much bigger touchstones. Because mm. uh, near as well, the first year was in this list somewhere. Yes, yeah. which would never happen over here. Yeah. Okay, this is wild stuff. Number three, Splatoon. It is wild. That is holy fuck, insane. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I like Splatoon a lot, but fuck, man, that is. It's honestly that it's, is. I, I knew it was popular over there, but to that extent, that's that's genuinely. I, I had no idea. Again, me, it's it's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare being in there for a Western list. Yeah, exactly. Like again, like Breath of the Wild and and The Witcher not having that open world shit. Yeah. If you've not had online shooters to the same degree as we have, mm. I guess, yeah, this does replace fucking Counter-Strike or whatever. Yes, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does make it make more sense. But still, like... Even, like, that's the thing. In the in the pantheon of online shooters, it's not a great one. No. It's just a charming, easy one. And may, Yeah, maybe it's an easy one to get into first if you don't really have experience with it. But I think there's a lot to be said too for like the kind of style of it which is all very like, you know, the clothes that you can upgrade, Mm. you know, buy and equip yourself with and all that kind of, the kind of the fashion and the music and stuff like the whole tone of it artistically I mm. think is, is probably a big part of getting that over the line as well. Well, yeah. there's it's very tapped into what people like. It's not like a shooter shooter. Like you don't kill people. Yeah. And know? I think there are, other than Mag, <laughs> there aren't any first person shooters on this list. Yeah. yeah. And there's like any of, the, most of the violence is stylized or cartoonish. Yeah. Like, Why the fuck is Mag on there? That's very strange. 
Uh, number two, Dragon Quest three. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that. What that, would that be? That'd be the SNES. That I think that's still the NES. Right. I think right. the first three were like a trilogy. Right. And this one was like set before the first two, and it's it was that thing where like in the first two they were going like, man, that guy, let's call him Poochie. Sure. He was so good. Back in the day, man, mm. wish we could have seen him. Like Metal Gear Solid 3 where they're like, fucking big boss, big boss. He was right. always a dude, big boss. And then in 3 you go and you play as big boss. Right. right. I think this is that for Dragon Quest. Oh, right. Cool. That's cool. Uh, number one, Persona 5. That's, yeah. That's great. So I guess Persona 4 Golden wouldn't be a number, like people over there like Persona 5 more than 4. Yeah. Because over here it was like people going, Persona 4 Golden is actually still the best one. Yeah. But yeah. fuck Persona 5 is good. It's yeah. great. That's what I what I find interesting about this is like yeah just it it maybe it speaks more to like the cultural cringe of being an Australian but mm. like what I love about Persona Five is like yeah that it's 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 it feel like the the feel of being in Japan and the way that that's represented the way that Tokyo is represented and all the little you know the food that you eat is like all the Japanese mm. treats and stuff that resonates <laughs> with me because it's. Because I'm, you know, I'm not there. It's somewhere yes. that I visited. On holiday where you had a great time. Yeah, like, like yeah. that just, just having this representation, that'd be like us voting a fucking AFL game as like the best <laughs> game that's ever been made. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. we- it's weird to me to have like, to yeah, to, for a game kind of like about your city to be like, well, mm. this is the best thing that's ever been made. I guess people who lived in New York like GTA 3. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I'd say uh, that probably speaks more to like the the, the identity of, of being yeah. an Australian, where we're just like we have nothing. Totally. Well, we li- we don't have a game this good set in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so Underbelly, the video game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, even art like movies and stuff. There's some Australian movies that I think are great, but there's none that I would put in my top ten. Let alone number one. Yeah. Like by yeah. a landslide yeah. too, because in yeah. the top ten they've got like the number of people who voted or whatever. It or was six hundred and something to like eight hundred and something between two, two and one, yeah. mm. and every other one is like. 50 to 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Persona 5, fucking awesome game. Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine even like... It's so Japanese as well. Yeah. And, and imagine that style of game, just like a linear single-player thing being a popular vote number one over mm. here. Yeah, well. yeah. That's a big difference. Also, something that just struck me is, you know how they're always saying about Japan, like, oh, it's all shifting to mobile phones. Everyone's just in their mobile phones. That's the only place they play games. None of them are mobile games. Maybe they yeah. weren't eligible, though. Oh, yeah. Maybe Famitsu doesn't, doesn't uh, fuck yeah. with them. I guess that's how fucking Mag got on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's so weird. It's a good point that. Well, yeah, that is weird about Mag. I can't get over it. Sorry. It's it's like everyone was like, the story of this is great, the gameplay of this is great, the art style. Like, mm. it's, I know I'm just saying it's a, a great game, but for all of that to combine to be culturally spot on, and yeah, to just be number one. By a landslide is yeah. is yeah. huge, and yeah. it's one of those ones. Persona Five, like Breath of the Wild, and like some of those others in the top, where even though they nail every element of it, it has some other thing on mm. top of that that mm. is like undefinable. Yeah, but that's the thing that I'm saying earlier about like the whole you know games and the kind of cultural force that they are over there is like so for that to be that popular. Imagine like. Everyone you know who plays games or has any interest in them whatsoever, that being the game that they're... You know what I mean? Yeah, Persona like, 5 is Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah, there's pretty much like... I think the only... I think Not you two are the only two I know who have even played... I think maybe Dave Callan's played it. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, a friend Vicky has. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vicky yeah. loves it. Yeah. 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 But, but that's it. There's She's like, also a weeb like us. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like four people I can talk to about that game. Whereas, mm. like. My brother played it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah there's not whereas something like when breath of the wild you know dropped and then you saw a lot of people kind of get a switch off the back of that of like okay mm. i gotta mm. i gotta go in on this it's like yep. it feels like that's a game that a lot of people played odyssey was kind of a similar thing or yeah. just even yeah your gta's and whatever god of war god of yeah. war is, god is, of war, a, is yeah. a big one yeah but, but yeah be, persona 5 being that ubiquitous where it's just like you could yeah. talk to anyone about it is 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 pretty interesting and for it to be a thing where it is very linear and there's not a lot you can go that's kind of what i was getting wild, at like, like what yeah you, what you, you know which way did you go like yeah you know it's such a it's like a two, 200 hour 100 hour long um, movie yeah. that everyone yeah. loved yeah. yeah like that is such an achievement yeah yeah good on you persona 5 <laughs> you're officially better than hatsune miku diva project f yes and suwakadin <laughs> <laughs> um all right guys that is it for our japanese romp of an episode <laughs> yes thank you for joining us uh let us know we we're both in japan pretty much now yep if you know of any good japanese arcade games and shit that you think we should check out uh, let us know on the socials or via email and we will do our best to, uh, yeah, go play them and mm. report back. We'll, um, we'll be in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going all over, but yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point, at this point we'll be in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, well, no, I'll be in Tokyo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm in the UK. <laughs> if you know any uh, UK arcade games I should play. Um, Banter Simulator. <laughs> Very good. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for links to our premium Bandcamp episodes our Patreon where you can subscribe and get extra content that way our social media and all that sort of stuff thanks so much for listening and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals Sayonara (laughs) great the only easy (laughs) one that I've done (laughs) Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.